we are officially live for the first ever live podcast recording. So I am so stoked to kick us off and I'm just freaking out because this whole conversation is going to be so, so juicy. Um, in today's episode, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to this thing that literally changed my life and how I communicated in my business. So if you've built a business where you've had people join programs, you've had, you've had people join your things and they just weren't ideal. This conversation's for you. This is for you. If you're someone who you want to have more of the right people in your audience, you want to have people who are dream, amazing, phenomenal clients that come into your world. So let me know, uh, comment down below as you're listening in or um, tag us on Instagram as you're listening to this episode. You can take a photo, screenshot, any of the things and tag us at marymorgan.biz. So this is such, such a huge thing that I've also seen in my clients. And a great example of this is one of my clients, Casey. So she did one of our activities to send an email out to her email list. And she was booking some sales calls from that. She had 60 people respond to this email to be like, yes, I want to buy the thing that you're offering. And from the 60, one actually ended up booking a call. That person turned into a sale. But the biggest issue we saw was of the 60, one person got on a sales conversation. Now, I don't do sales calls. However, that's a horrible number. <laughs> like, can we agree if you wanted to send an email out, book calls or close sales directly and people are responding, they're interested, but they're not moving. This is what I call a brick. So a brick is someone in your audience who you try and get them to move. You try and activate them. You try and encourage them. You give them urgency. Um, you might give guarantees to negate your risks of risk in, in making this decision. And you just try and make this so, so easy where you're literally laying down a red carpet for your people, assuming that they'll obviously say yes. And sometimes they don't. And sometimes you're like, what else could I possibly do? Why aren't people moving? So if you're noticing this in your audience where you're getting a lot of like, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy right now. I can't do this because of excuse, excuse, excuse. And these are people who live in what I call the BS bubble. We all have excuses, things that we can hold on to. The people who make it far in this business, take the bubble that they're in and pop it. No matter if it's unsupportive, partners, team, client, like whatever, they take ownership and they move. So when I saw this with Casey, I'm like, you have so many bricks in your world. Now, what I encourage my clients to really tap into are the balls. Now, the balls are the group of people who you give them like a little flick and you you say one little thing, but you're not convincing. You're literally just talking about your offer and they're like, yes, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Send me the link, sign me up, like, let's go. So with that being said, between the bricks and balls, there's a huge, huge difference. And what I notice a lot of times is it comes down to what you're actually saying in your marketing. So I see a lot of people who say things like, I want to get people into my programs, but I feel like everyone needs a million details or such long back and forth conversations. And they're just people who I feel like I need to move everything for them and they're not moving on their own. And when I look at their social media, they want people who don't want details. And then I'll see an Instagram post that's like, DM me for details. 
or I'll see them on Facebook giving a million bajillion details about this offer. You are literally creating, whether it's bricks or balls in your audience right now. All of us desire balls. All of us desire people who we go, here's what the thing is. You give them a flick and they're like, yes, I'm in, let's go. And that is a very different person that's like, I need to speak to my brother's sister's uncle's mother's daughter's brother. And then I need to spend 300 days to contemplate. And if my astrology sign doesn't align this month, I can't make a decision. And you're just like, oh my gosh, whether you're a fitness coach, whether you're in the space of relationships or in business or whatever, when you have people in your audience who are a brick, even if they did become clients, these are the clients that become nightmares to work with. These are the people who you need to literally convince them to do the work. You need to show them and convince them and whatever. And what's so interesting about this is like, it's the same thing that you did on the front end that you then have to continue in the back end when you're serving your clients. So on the front end, if you have to have urgency, you have to negate risk, you have to make this so, so easy for them, then guess what? Obviously, when they come into your program, they come into your offers, they want it to be so freaking easy. They want to be handheld. They can't reach out to you. You have to reach out to them. They can't lead themselves to a decision. They can't actually move until you tell them where to go. And I'm pretty sure you didn't sign up to do that. Pretty sure. Okay. So when we think about bricks and balls, you might be thinking, now, okay, how do I get more of the ball kind of clients in my audience? So what I've realized is instead of focusing on a brick is someone who wants to hold on to their BS bubble, just like we said. So if they're trying to hold on to their BS bubble, what oftentimes most marketers will tell you to do is to speak to their pain points, speak to their struggles, speak to why they need to take action now. Speak to, here's why you're stuck. Here's why you're struggling. I get you. I can help you. I felt you. I feel you. Like, let's go. I've done this before. So they're resonating with the pain point. Oftentimes, you'll also see commonly in marketing things like, I'm looking for five people who want to you know, lose six pounds in six weeks or people who want to hit their first 100K month in the next six months. It's like what I call the quick and dirty. The quick and dirty is the transactional relationship that's like, come on into my world and I will give you this. What then starts to happen is people see you as their last saving grace. The reason that they're buying from you is this transactional relationship. Now, in my world, it is so different. I used to do this as well. And I realized I had a horrible attrition rate. I had clients who... Um, couldn't continue paying and were out of integrity and all the things. And of course they were because I was selling the quick and dirty and they were doing the same on their end. Like it was just so transactional, this relationship. I realized that I was just speaking to the wrong person. I had the wrong people in my world because I'm here thinking, oh my gosh, I want to change the world. I want people who don't just want hundred K in six months. I want people who come into the world, into my space and into my world who are like, I'm going to change the world. I am all in people who are in absolute power. But when you have a brick in your world, they're either in no power, meaning I have no power. You have all my power. All decisions are led to you, which was a small fraction. Most were actually in like circumstantial kinds of power, meaning like when things are good, they're good. I'll pay on time. If I have money, I'll continue. If this is happening, circumstantial power. 
absolute power is this like no matter what it's the ball it's the no matter what i'm going i'm moving i trust myself i trust you but it's it's really me it's they take ownership they they have a high level of discernment in their business or in their fitness and they don't need to rely on you for every single second of the way so when i recognize this difference in my marketing i try to focus in the in the past quite a bit of like here are the pain points here are the struggle points like logically it makes sense that 80 percent of the market buys to move away from pain 20 percent buys to move towards pleasure so i spoke to pain but what i realized was i just spoke to bricks what i started to do that literally changed the game for me was i spoke only to balls <laughs> and then the people in my market who were bricks lo and behold they actually became balls in their market in the space in their industries and started to actually shift things i started to activate things within them they started to see themselves differently so how do you speak to a ball how do you get more of these people in your world well when i speak to a ball i'm not speaking to pain points i'm speaking to here's where you want to get to here's where you want to go when i when i speak to a ball i call this i'm in messaging instead of pain point messaging i'm speaking to people who see this mission this vision this culture and they want to be a part of it so when people actually join a lot of our programs they join not because they're going to make a hundred thousand dollars in six months they join because they literally want to be in my world they want to be a part of my world how often do you see this right a lot of times people are speaking so much to the transaction here's what you get put a dollar in you get a dollar out put this work in you'll get this out you pay me this you're going to get this so how i've structured my business is i have programs that all fall into my flagship so my programs are like our next one is the coaching game and then we go into magnetic selling and then all the things so these individual programs of course they have themes like they have here's what you'll learn etc but my main thing that people buy from me is the circle it's the thing that's like you get access to it all that's literally how i pitched my offer you get access to it all if you want to do life together pretty much for the next 12 months DM me and, and I'll, I'll hook you up. People go, yes, I'm in, I'm ready. Like I'm all in, I want to walk with you. And then they pay, but it's not this whole conversation of if you were on a sales call and it's like, okay, so the guarantee is hundred K in six months. Now, if I made 99,000, do I still get a refund? Do I get a return transaction? That person that comes in with that transactional relationship what do you think they're thinking about every single step of the way as they're in your program am i going to make my money back am i going to stay here do i want like transaction 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 when someone comes into your world and it's actually a relationship then they might not agree with some things that you say but discernment so they might not agree with every single thing that i say but they'll go this fits me right now i'm going to apply this this doesn't I'm going to leave this. They take ownership. I'm literally building leaders to lead leaders versus what I was doing in the past was I was leading a group of people who would then follow. It was like a one-way relationship, transactional, et cetera. So in your marketing, instead of saying things like, hey, if you're struggling with this, 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 come join me, do this, do this. Instead, I focus on things like if you desire, if you want, this here's what it looks like 
in my world. Instead of things where I focus so heavily on, again, I think of what do I want at the end of the day? If I want people who, you know, now every single day we have people who inbox us who are like, yes, I'm in, send me the link, sign me up. No back and forth conversations, no sales calls, no convoluted, crazy funnels, just yes, I'm in, let's go. But how do I create that? Well, obviously content, which is a whole different episode, and we can get into that. But I have conversations and content that activate people to move, that activate people who don't need a million details. Now, I'm not saying, you know, if you're you're trying to reach out to me and someone asks me some questions, I'm not going to answer your questions and I'm a completely shut door. But what I am saying is like, you can tell listening to this conversation, you can tell the kind of questions where it's a brick or a ball question. Like a ball question is something that's literally like, hey, I know support like this is really important for me. Does the ABC program offer this kind of a support system? A brick question is like, what are the return? Like, what is my ROI going to be if I do all the things? What is my ROI going to be if um, blah, blah, blah. If you're in the fitness space, you don't know how someone's body is going to react. You don't know if their mindset's there and their commitment's there. And even if they were committed, they did all this stuff. But their body responds differently than someone else. Like there's all these pieces that come into it. Like in the business space, if someone did everything that I taught, but their confidence wasn't there, their results would reflect that. So for us, we focus so much on supporting our clients, not only through like, what are they doing, but what, who are they being, but also through conversations like this and through mentoring, not only coaching our clients, not just giving them, here's what to do, to be the person to do, to have, to whatever, but also focusing so heavily on, watch me as I lead through this hard moment. And navigating a situation where, you know, the difference I see so much in coaching versus mentorship is like, coaching is like, how do you, how do you, like, what do you do when someone asks for a refund? Like, what do you do? So coaching is going, here's what I do. One, two, three, four, five. Mentorship is like, when you have a refund request and then you have a really important call right after, how do you hold that energy to then get on this conversation? It's more of like, I know how to do this, but I want to learn seeing you do it. A ball is a very different person than a brick. Having more of the right people in your audience changes everything. And it starts with you communicating and speaking to not an ideal client, but a dream client. And more on this in another episode as well. I did a whole training just on dream clients versus ideal clients. A lot of people will tell you, speak to an ideal client, uh, ideal client. And for me, it's like, okay, well, an ideal client is this, 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 this. But a dream client, well, that's a completely different person. That's not only someone who looks and acts like this, but a dream client is someone who walks like this. So what I want to challenge you on, you know, as you listen to this episode is like, who do you desire to be in your world that all that are the ball all-star amazing people in your audience. If you have current clients right now, or you have people who you're like, that is a dream client, not an ideal client, a dream client. 
then speak to their desire, speak to your mission, speak to your vision, speak to the feeling. Speak to them as if they're already moving because they are. Stop saying things like, are you struggling with blah, blah, blah. That speaks to a brick who's in their BS bubble, who is struggling. I remember getting on a sales call and this was maybe like two years ago and, and someone asked me, so what are you struggling with? And I said, well, what do you mean? And they're like, well, of course you're struggling with something. Why would you get on this call if you're not? Like that was the dynamic. And I was like, I'm not really struggling, but I would love to deepen and expand this area. And they're like, okay, so that's a struggle. I'm like, I don't know, like not for me. And just something felt so off. And I kid you not, this person would not, uh, just irritates me. <laughs> this person was literally like, so why are you on this call? Why are you wasting my time? Can you believe that? Why are you wasting my time if you don't have a problem to solve? Why are you here? Why are you looking for help? Like, okay, I don't think it's going to be a good fit. Thank you. I was a ball. I was someone who was ready to invest thousands like I always have, but not with someone who is putting me in the box of a brick when I'm a ball. All I need is like, and a lot of people on sales calls actually push me away. Now I don't do sales calls myself for people entering our world and vice versa. I don't do sales calls to enter a program. I just, I feel like it's a waste of time personally. Application forms, I think all that is perfect, but I don't do sales conversations. So after that call, I think that was actually one of my last sales calls ever. I was like, I will never make someone feel like this. I will never tell someone that you need to struggle to get in my program. I am so sick and tired of the bro marketing, the um, speaking to bricks, speaking to struggle, speaking to pain, speaking to here's why, you know, it, it's really frustrating because people put you in this box with so much frustration and anger and whatever, like move away from pain. And then let me make this such an easy decision for you to get out of pain. There's a guarantee I'm going to negate risk so much and make this so easy. If you don't make a sale in the next six weeks, you'll get your entire money back easy peasy. Plus, if you join in the next two hours, you'll get blah, blah, blah. Like that has become the norm in marketing. This transactional relationship where then when you join the program, again, it's a transaction. You'll have an increase in delinquent accounts. You'll have an increase in your ternary and attritionary. And I've seen it. I had tons of people who entered my world who were not my people, who were literal bricks. Like imagine having a soccer team of people who didn't want to play soccer. And you're like, but you want to make it to the World Cup? I was sick and tired of it. And I decided in that moment to stop trying to put out fires, let whatever it is burn and rebuild from the ashes. And that's what I did. I stopped selling in a lot of my core programs. And I was like, I need to re refinesse my marketing because this is not good. So in my marketing now, I don't speak about all the tactical things. I don't talk about, you get X number of calls, you get this, you get this, you get this. I trust that if you're a ball decision maker, whatever is important for you to know, you'll ask me or you'll ask my team and you'll say, hey, it's really important for me to have uh, calls. Erica, who just joined Inner Circle, actually, she did this. She said, it's really important for me to have questions um, 
like for Mary to answer my questions, are there opportunities available for me to jump on and do like some hot seat coaching? And my team said, yes, here's what that looks like. But when I promote and pitch something, I literally just say, this is the simplest pitch on the planet. I literally will say something like this for the circle, which is our um, flagship program. I say, you get access to it all, all programs, all masterclasses, all the things if you want to do life together for the next 12 month and months and commit to that, then DM me and the team if you have any questions. That's it. 10 seconds. People go, yes, I'm in or no, I need more details. And I trust that the right person will move at the right time. And that's the difference when we speak to a ball, we are speaking to someone like, I know for my ball audience, I don't need to, to pitch every five minutes. I trust that if I do really good content, my people reach out to me and they go, hey, do you have private coaching spots available? When I changed that part of my mindset, everything changed because all of a sudden people came out of the woodworks to be like, hey, I'm curious. Do you do private coaching? I'm curious. Tell me about your programs. People are not dumb. They can ask if they want to work with you. But I'm sick and tired of this babying BS of like, here is my stack pitch. You know, uh, Erica that just joined, this was such an interesting thing that came up. She joined um, a really big company that I'm well aware of with appointment setters and closers and all the things. I had a sales team that I completely fired and we six times our revenue. I leaned out my team. I realized I don't want to be managing people. I don't want all of this, not only from a client standpoint, but from team. I want team people who lead themselves, who go, here's what I need to do from themselves, where I'm not constantly bringing stuff up, they will do it. So with Erica, she came up to me and she said, so, oh my gosh, Mary, I just joined sales and DMs and it blew my mind, your process for closing sales in your inbox without back and forth conversations, without like, because there's obviously a difference between getting people in your DMs that talk for 37 hours about their grandmother's mother's brother. And then the other person who's like, yep, I'm in, send me the link. And that's what our inbox looks like. So she said, I just joined a program, but I need to be in your world. You need to be in your world because this is what I wanted. And she had a webinar, an automated webinar, ads that would run through a webinar that would bring people into her world. But that's the issue that came up. It was so transactional. The wrong people, the wrong market. Here's my stack pitch. Here are all the things included. Here's how I can make this such an easy decision because I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. I want to build this relationship with trust. All this old marketing builds a company with high churn rate, a company with people who are just not ideal, who don't take action on their own. And I can't say all people. I'm generalizing obviously here because I know I'm speaking to an audience with tons of different people who uh, listen in and tune into this. But you know, that's how it showed up in her world. So in your marketing, if you want to build a business as I have, a really successful company with a lean team that literally promotes on social media, my offers, my programs, my things. We've tried ads. I mean, some things worked, some didn't, but nothing compared to organic marketing for us at all. And the way that we run it, I've moved completely away from, I used to do webinars, I used to have a sales team, I used to have ads, I like I did all of that funnels, tech, all the things. I will literally now send a $50,000 Stripe link on Facebook. 
a $20,000 PayPal link, boom, all right, I'm in, paid. This comes down to how I build my audience of buyers. So speak to with, you know, with this positioning of I'm in messaging, speak to the desire, speak to people who are actually already in their power. And you'll see the difference that this makes. Thank you so much for joining me on this first episode with many more to come. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.